Hello, hello. Welcome to We Explore to Restore. I am Samantha Jones, darling. Today's episode is, damn it, I knew better. I'm sorry. I'm not going to do that again. This mantra has been ruminating in the best way. When I am tired, I will rest. When my body is hungry, I will nourish it. When I feel inspired, I will create. I will give myself the gift of time to reflect. So the problem that I want to talk about that prompted this mantra's residency in my thoughts is that I uploaded art, and I'm talking about the art of words, this show, last week's episode. I uploaded a piece of my art that I wasn't happy with because I felt pressured to be on someone else's timeline. I felt pressured to post, and I settled for just okay to follow the rules. I felt sick the whole day before I did it, knowing I was going to do it, knowing I was rushing it. I was watching myself do exactly what I ended up doing like a train wreck I couldn't stop. The fear of others had taken over. This is what I, we mean when we say conditioning. The outside messages that we are relentlessly bombarded with are how we get conditioned. It is so prevalent and yet we often don't even notice it's happening. And we've been conditioned to not care. I kept hearing in my head over and over, you must upload once a week, every week. You must maintain strict consistency or it's all waste. You must finish your work by tomorrow, Samantha. Ooh, must? But why, I thought. It's a story, for goodness sakes, not a blood donation. The pressure of these messages turned my creative purpose from fun into a chore. At that moment, my beloved new project that I've been having so much fun with was now homework that I had to hurry up and complete. My body started the shutdown that occurs when I'm out of alignment. I get extremely tired and I can't do anything anymore, especially communicate. I'm brought back to my middle years of school, grades three through nine, and being held to similar arbitrary practices that work for some, but aren't needed for others. Apparently, getting a 90 or above on all my tests wasn't good enough. I was being asked to waste my time regurgitating information on pages of paper to prove that I knew how to conform. I was defiant for years that I would not, that I did not need to, that I would be fine without. I learned what I needed, see the test? I literally could not understand this waste of time. And I was detained at home for years to force my understanding. Had the goal been knowledge and knowledge alone, I would have been the best student at school instead of the girl grounded for four years because I couldn't force myself to waste my own energy. I put a good bit of energy into forgeries. I got away with some, some I got caught. I could absolutely do the homework, but doing so is going against my own inner authority, and that was worse. This went on until I got to the age where I could choose what to study. I stopped living for the supposed tos and I took classes that I liked 
only. What a glorious change in my life flow that was. It positively affected every relationship I had from home to teachers to getting jobs to being allowed out of the house for social engagements. When I was in 10th grade and allowed to choose, I opted in for summer school because I got a B and I knew I could earn an A. You weren't allowed to take only one summer class, so I took three, English, Greek literature, and water aerobics. When I follow my inner authority, I walk into life's challenges and sit in the front row. Ask anyone who's met me even for a minute. You can tell when I'm into it. I'm showing up with everything that I am. I cannot do life any other way. I tried the things I knew worked typically, even though my intuition was whispering, look over here, and I didn't. I laid down and turned out the lights at nine, hoping to get a reset with a good night's sleep. I slept 12 hours. I woke up ready to tackle life. I cleaned the kitchen and I meal prepped. I spent the day organizing my energy to create space for my art to live. But I didn't spend any time dealing with the anxiety that I already had. And I didn't find the message it was trying to convey. I didn't look inward to ask like I am now. I spent the day trying to jump over the anxiety with productivity. An almost good episode sat waiting for me to work on it in the morning. I felt confident I'd be able to turn it into something really good, which I attempted at 4 a.m. and again at 9.30. I usually abandon a story at this point when I put too many thoughts into one. It's like over-seasoning the fish in the pan. (laughs) You can't go backwards. But I kept fucking with it, determined to salvage the thought that inspired me to write in the first place. It was such a beautiful moment when I really looked at the people on my walk that live on my street. I saw parts of me in all of them. I realized, remembered, that we are all reflections of the same source, love. I wanted to say that beautifully, to show you the trees, to open your hearts to more compassion and more connectedness. This is the medicine we all need more of. I wanted you to feel the ocean breeze lightly kissing your skin while the sun warmed your face. I wanted to give you some of the magic and like many people, I thought serving the world first was more important than honoring my needs and listening to my intuition. I forgot for a moment what my values are. Instead of starting over, I posted it online. I served it to my guests because I was taught not to waste, because I was afraid to miss the algorithm boat, because I was rushing and forgot that I don't live like that. I was in fear and the lack of mentality was echoing the outside voices. I felt a little embarrassed. I'm trying to offer entertainment and wisdom here, wrapped in sweet and interesting stories. Truthfully, it's not a bad episode. It's got a few good lines, and for those who listen to the whole 10 minutes, a powerful and important message, which is why I posted it online. But it wasn't authentic for me to post it as it is. As I said, I pushed instead of pausing, but most importantly, I ignored my own intuition and wisdom, 
I succumbed to the pressure of the supposed to's. I went along to fit in. I went along to be a good girl. I went along to ride the wave of easier to do what they say. Later that day, I saw a post on Facebook from a local restaurant and it immediately reminded me of what I knew to say and what I wished I have had the guts to do right off the bat. They said, Hola Facebook peeps, we will not open tonight and we apologize for any inconvenience. Back at it tomorrow. Thank you. No excuses, no reasoning, no explanation because it's unnecessary. I wish I would have waited until I was ready to speak. Don't we want to listen to people who are confident in their art? Don't we want to listen to beauty over falling in line? Confidence is being free in who you are, bold in your decisions, and trusting yourself to commit to what you want. Everything I heard or read on podcasts said you must post these things on an exact timeline to be successful. My definition of success has evolved over the years. It has expanded and deepened. I think being in alignment with myself is the highest form of success, and that is the goal I strive for. To listen to my inner authority takes bravery and faith, and that is my idea of success. To be brave and walk the talk despite the voices telling me to conform is success. To honor my need to start again so I can clearly express my thoughts. To honor myself as a projector who isn't here to work but to guide is my value of success. To speak my mind when I'm ready and not a moment sooner. To post art I'm proud of and can't wait for your feedback on. To push myself out of my comfort zone towards greatness and stay away from the boxes of sameness is success. When you love yourself, you listen to yourself and you trust your inner authority. Two weeks ago, I promised that I'd upload each week a new episode on Wednesday. Today, I amend my previous statement and remind us all, we are allowed to change our mind at any time and we owe nothing to anyone about it. I'm doing my best to honor my commitment to my art and my commitment to self comes first. These things are equal. I will upload each week on Wednesday unless I need more time. I give myself permission to be the best and most authentic me. That is the ultimate success. First I serve me, then I serve you. The world is going this way, toward the highest self and away from the broken systems, toward authenticity and away from mass mentality. Systems are breaking down. I know because they've broken down inside me already. It happened to some of us sooner, so we would know how to hold space for others who want to climb out of those boxes too. This is the way we are going. Commitment to self comes first. I'm sorry I forgot. Questions you can ask yourself. Am I listening to my inner authority? My gut instincts? Am I serving my own basic needs first? What fear is preventing me from choosing to serve myself first as I am meant to? Take note that I said first. I did not say only. You don't have to stop serving others. You don't have to stop serving your partner or your kiddos 
and you don't have to stop trying to upload weekly and you can get into a rhythm with work or the gym or anything else you choose. You just switch the order of importance and start everything with you. Give yourself the best energy that you have. Try it with everyone that lives with you and watch how things start feeling better and better for everyone at your house. For we each have just the one job, serving ourselves. And when we all do that one job, and we do that one job first, that's how we serve the world, one beautiful life at a time, collectively. This is We Explore to Restore, and I am Samantha Jones Darling, and I truly hope you got something from today's story. See you next week.